Okay, good evening, everyone. Thank you, uh, thank you for coming, as usual. So last week we began Simen Sadihe. Once again, we're going out of order. Mertesham will see Simen Sadidalit after we complete Simen Sadihe, and we'll see what exactly the connection is. But we learned the Gemara, the Gemara in Chulin Daf Kufir Aleph said the following, Dagim She'olu Bekarav Shabasar, that Dagim fish that went into a fleshik Ka'ara plate, Halach is you're allowed to mutala achlam im you're allowed to eat it with milk. And this began our discussion of not by not, which to review, that although we know there's a concept of nice and tam, that if you have a pot, and in the pot you put a you had a fleshy pot and you cooked milk in the pot, you had a trave pot and you cooked potatoes in the pot, there'll be a blia going out. There's a special heter called not barnat, noisin tam bar noisin tam, when we dove into it. And we spoke at the Rashba. The Rashba said that since we're dealing with heter in this case, this doesn't apply to Isser. Since we're dealing with heter, milchix is inherently kosher. Fleshik, I mean milchix coming from a cow. Fleshik is kosher. So the the taste of that heter will get so weak by the time there is even a question of transferring to to become Isser. So it's called a Tom Kalush. And by the time that happens, it lost its strong flavor. So that was the Gemara. That was the Pshat of the Rashba. However, Many Rishonim are bothered by the fact that we have at least another Gemara on that page, and perhaps a second Gemara in Psachim, that, that seem to disagree with this concept. And those two Gemaras were regarding a Davar Charif. One Gemara was, was by a knife, where you took a Flejic knife and you cut a onion or a radish, as the Gemara explains. One is not allowed to eat that radish with Melchiks. So you see that there is no Hector of Nat Barnat. You take a Flejic knife, cutting a power of onion, and you now eat that onion with your egg and cheese omelet. What's the difference between the fish case and the uh, the case of the uh, Davar Kharif? And we had another question from the Gemara that spoke about milchik bread and fleshik bread. And the Gemara by fleshik bread said one is not allowed to take bread. In halachas, you're not allowed to make fleshik bread. So for example, we go to a bakery and in the bakery, they have uh, every, every ingredient in the factory is kosher. But we don't certify the bread. We only certify the cookies. And once in a while, they'll ask, Rabbi, how come you don't certify the bread? It's the same ingredients as the cookies. So the halacha is that one is not allowed to make milchik bread. From a, you know, a yid is not allowed to make milchik bread. It's a gezerah. That if, I always tell them that, that Jews eat pastrami sandwiches. And if you had milchik bread, we're going to eat pastrami sandwich with the milchik bread. And we're not allowed to eat milk and meat together. He says, okay, now I, now I understand. But we don't have pastrami sandwich with cookies. And Mirta Shem will learn these halachas and the exceptions, the simon sadi zayin, coming up in a few weeks. But there's an isser of making milchik bread. So too, there's an isser of making fleshik bread. So your Franken blanket, there's obvious heter because you see the hot dog there. But one is not allowed to make fleshik bread. You can't put schmaltz in bread and, and serve it, you know, as a, as a regular bread without any proper simonim. And there the Gemara says, if you took an, the fat, the alia, the tail of the lamb, the sheep, and you you will greased the pan, that's called fleshic bread. So you see that the blia exists and it is usr. So we said there's three different understand, three different mahalchem. Mahalach number one was that of the uh, mechaber, the shulchan arach. And he says uh, he, would, he would understand that those two cases are talking about a dirty keli, not a clean keli. If it's dirty, in fact, yes, of course, it's called fleshic bread. And you can't use the onion for milk, it's because the, the knife was dirty. But our case was dealing with a clean pot or a clean pan, and therefore you are allowed to put the fish, or if the fish was cooked in that pot, you could eat it with milchiks. 
other Rishonim learned, and we'll see the Ramah brings this down, that the Gemara is talking about shabasar, a bowl, a plate, not a pot that you're going to cook with, and therefore there is no heter to add milch, milchiks to this fish if it was cooked in a fleshik pot. That was the second uh, shita in the Rishonim. And the third shita differentiated between tzli, being roasted, versus cooked. What was the understanding of that? When you have, when you have an item that's cooked in water, so there's another buffer. Let's say you took corn, and you put corn in a fleshik pot with water. So the blia, the taste of fleshiks, would have to transfer from the pot to the water, then to the corn. So there's another step. There's another noisin tam, noisin tam, versus taking corn and putting it on a clean fleshik grill. There's only one step from grill into the corn, and they differentiate between tzli, being roasted without a liquid medium, versus bishel. Saturday Paskin, so last week we learned the shita of the Mechaber, the Shulchan Aruch. Shulchan Aruch said, Dagum bashlu, even if it was cooked or shenitzlu or roasted in a fleshig pot, as long as it was clean, you are allowed to take that corn. We'll use corn as an example today. Last week we used potatoes. Take the corn that was made in a fleshig pot. According to the Shulchan Aruch, you could take butter, put butter on the corn, obviously outside that pot, take the corn out of the pot, put butter on it, and enjoy the Teavon. According to the Shulchan Aruch, there's no problem because he learns the Gemara that Kedera is Lavdafka. Sorry, Ka'ara is Lavdafka. It doesn't have to be a plate. Even a Kedera, even a pot would be okay. That's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins. We mentioned at the end of the year that there's different uh, Mahalchim in the Svardisha world in Psak Halacha regarding the following question Can I do this Lechatchila? Let's say I ran out of pots, or I don't, I don't know, I just want to use this fleshik soup pot to make corn in it. So the Rabavadia's children, they quote that he held, it was fine. Even the chatchila, you could take corn, meaning I know I'm going to use this corn with butter. That's the plan. That's on the menu. We're making buttered corn or having eggs and cheese. Can I use a fleshik pot that's clean for parv? I'm only going to put parv in the pot. But I know that I'm going to be adding cheese to it later on. According to the Rabbi Yosef's children, it's mutter. However, many of the Svardashach Rehnim hold its usur. And if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says, Dogim She'alu, that by mistake, it happened. Not that you planned on doing this. And that's the Araya that one is not allowed to do this, Lechatchila. And that's how most of the Svardim hold. And we'll see how this plays out for Ashkenazim. So last week we learned the Svar, the Shemahalach. That was a summary of last week's shir. This week we're going to learn the Ashkenazi Psak, And I think we're all Ashkenazim on the call. So we'll uh, we'll see what we do. Comes along the Ramah in Sif Beis, And he says, V'yesh machmirim b'tzliya u'bishol l'asar noisin tam by noisin tam. There are those that are machmir. He's quoting the Rivan. That hold that you're not, that this is usher. That even if the corn was cooked on its own, there's no milchiks in the corn. If it was cooked with with an inflation pot, we are machmer that you cannot add cheese to it. That's the yesh machmirim. So how do we paskin? Vahaminog, the minog is, lesser lechatchila. Lechatchila, don't do this. So if corn was cooked in a fleshik pot, one should not add cheese to it. Ubidiyavad, if it was already cooked, I'm sorry, if it was already, if you already added cheese to it, mutter b'chol inyin, you're allowed to uh, eat it as is. So let's say you took an egg, you made an omelet in a fleshic frying pan, and then someone came along, put it onto their baguette with butter, with cheese. 
but the Yavad, if it was already done, halach is you're allowed to eat it. As long as you didn't mix it, according to the Shulchan Aruch, once it was already cooked in the pot, I'm allowed to now add cheese to the fish. That's the Gemara. You're allowed to eat it with dairy. You could go eat it. The question was, can I cook it al das to do this? But you're, once it was already cooked, you're taking the corn, you can put butter on it. That's the Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch. The Ramah says, no, why not? Because we are machmir, at least lechatchila. Then maybe bishul is different. Maybe the Gemara said that Smutter is talking about a ka'ara, a plate, where there's no there's no bishul, there's no cooking. But if it was cooked, one is not allowed to add butter to the corn. And that's how we paskin, that if you cooked corn in a fleshic pot, let's say you used your chicken soup pot to make French onion soup, and now you want to add cheese in your personal bowl, halach is according to Ashkenazim, it's usser. That's... The first, that's the beginning. Why, why, uh, why we're moving the Lechat is further down? Maybe the Lechat is only on the pot itself initially. Once it's done, now I want to, in other words, by the, by this, by the, Because uh, that's the Rivan. Yeah. He's quoting the Rivan. The Rivan says that the Gemara is only talking about Ka'ara, a plate. But by Kedera, the Rivan holds it's Aser. The, the Rivan would all hold, even if you add cheese to it, you're not allowed to eat it. According to the Rivan, and the uh, Rivan's house, if someone by mistake took corn and put butter on it, and the corn was cooked in a fleshy pot, According to the Rivani, now I'll eat it with cheese. Right. So the Ramah, so the Ramah, there's no way to learn it that his Nachila just means on the pot situation, not on the cheese situation. I don't think so, because he's saying the Minog is to go with the Rivan Lechatchila, that we hold you're not allowed to, to add cheese to corn cooked in a fleshic pot, if it was cooked. But B'dyevet will go with the Shulchan Aruch. That if it was already, if cheese was so added to it, Rivan? I'm saying, does he mention? Yeah, the beginning is the Nachir is the Rivan. So either you have a fancy oh, shofar like me, uh, or you look in the Gra, the Gra. Um, uh, yeah, he says it's the it's the Rivan quoted in Taisvus. Okay, and Bashim Rashi. Now, uh, two 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 different no, things he I, says here. Number one, the Dafka is that with? Yeah, go for it. I apologize, but that's Das with whether you intend to do it. Or you don't intend to do it, either one or us. Correct. That yeah, that's the Rama. That's Ashkenaz and that's how he paskin. We're gonna get to one more hetter which might uh, help us. Then he says, Vadafka lechalum chalav, vahabasar atim. That's when I want to eat it with with uh I'm sorry, yeah, Vidafka lechalum chalav. Vahabasar atzmai. That's if you want to eat it with uh with chalav, and it was cooked with the basar. I've a litnobiklishilahem. Let's say you had a fleshig pot and you put corn in it, okay? And now you want to drain the corn. Can I take the corn and spill it over a milchik, um, what's it called? Uh, strainer. Can I use a milchik strainer to strain the noodles, to strain the corn cooked in a fleshik pot? So in that case, in that case you could. So, because it's me kli Okay, we lost the uh, connection over here. I don't, I don't know. So, so according to Sradam was no problem, but he oh, said, sorry, was, oh, yeah, yes. ah. yeah, my computer switched Wi-Fi's for some reason, even though I didn't want it to, but it switched. Okay. Right, so yeah, we, yeah. Ali, Ali, I apologize. We, we cut out before. So the guy bakes corn in a, in a fleshic spot that wasn't used for 24 hours. Oh, we didn't Is get to 24 hours yet. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. 24 hours. Very good. Right? 
That's the, the next part oh, of the Ramah. Oh. Rav Avi, you're 100% correct. Next part of the Ramah talks 24 oh, hours. So we're talking about in a busy kitchen, they just use this chicken, to make chicken soup for Shabbos. They put it into a different pot. And now they want to use this pot to make soup or corn. They use the pot according to the, to the Mechaber, according to the Shulchan Aruch. Now that you've already used the pot, you could take the noodles, add cheese to it. You could do whatever you want once it was already cooked. According to the Ramah, no, you're not allowed to add cheese to it. But if you already added cheese, you could use it. Then he says to a uh, term. Had to number one, he says to use a keli is okay. That means if you took that same pot and you cooked noodles in it, and now you want to strain it, and you only have a milk strainer, since there's no actual cheese here, you're not adding it with cheese, you're simply using a milk strainer, that's fine. So you can take a fleshic pot, cook noodles in it, and strain it on top of a milk strainer, that's fine. Then he says like this. Well, let's skip a few lines. V'chein, im hoyo haklishin es bashlu, aynislu boilefgam, the same thing would apply if the keli that was used to cook the corn or the pasta is lefgam. For example, it wasn't used in 24 hours, as Rabbi Avi is saying. Then, So that's mutter. It's a favorite shirimah that, let's say, you, uh, you cook on a Tuesday morning, you cooked uh, eggs in your fleshik frying pan. If the frying pan was not used for flayshakes within the previous 24 hours, you're allowed to take that egg and put it on a bagel with butter, with cheese. Mutter lechatchila. That's the psak of the Ramah. And that's how we paskin. So even the, the chumrah, Rabbi Yassi, you're on mute. Even the chumrah of the Ramah is only lechatchila. What do you say? It's a major breakthrough. Now I'm saying I can manage to boil up corn in a pot that was used yesterday, whatever, more than 24 hours ago for chicken soup. As long as it's cleaned out and 24 hours passed, and put butter on that corn. Good. So maybe, one second. According to the Ramah, we didn't say anything. The Ramah said, it's mutter le'achlanim amin hasheni. But the question is, is this just like the Shulchan Aruch? Or is he being more makele than the Shulchan Aruch? Again, the Shulchan Aruch said, we go with the Gemara. That dagim sha'alu b'gdera shabasar yechlanim b'chalav. You're allowed to eat it with milk. We had a debate, and we're machmer, even for svarim, most svarim are machmer, that you're not allowed to do that lechatchila. You're not allowed to cook corn in the fleshic pot, al das, to eat it with cheese, because the Gemara said, she'alu. This heter of the Ramah, that ene ben yoimoy, you're allowed to eat it with cheese, does that mean, as Rabbi Avi wants to say, we could even cook it lechatchila to add it to cheese? Or is it only like the Shulchan Aruch, if you cooked it in a pot, then you're allowed to add cheese to it. So this is a big debate. You know what I'm, I'm putting the butter on the corn once it's out of the pot. It's on my plate. Does that, does that make a difference? So let, let's go back to the Shulchan Aruch. Let's hear Sephardi. So the way Ben Ishchai, Kafachayim, and most Sephardi Shepoys can hold, that's only if it was cooked without the intent of actually using it with cheese. You just made corn. You made corn for supper. It happens to be it was parv, right? Yeah, they had kugel. Uh, someone made lakshan kugel for Shabbos. It happens to be it was it was a power of ingredients, but it was made in a fleshic pot. And some fellow decides he wants to add butter to his lakshan kolo for whatever reason. So the Shulchan Aruch says it's fine. Ramah says, if it's ben yoimoy, it's asr. Ain't it ben yoimoy, it's mutter. That's question number one. Question number two is, let's say I have different uh, people in the house. Some people like lakshan kolo with milchiks. Some people like it with the chalant. Can I make it in a fleshic pot, al das, 
that people are going to add butter to it. So he said, according to the Shulchan Aruch, according to the Svaila Shapoisim, you can't. The question is, does Eina Binyoyimai help? That since it's Eina Binyoyimai anyways, maybe I could in fact do a Lechatchila. That's the question. And Ravelski Zetzal asked me this question on my uh, Smicha test. So I did not learn Basar B'chalav by him because he, when he came back from his uh, 2012 uh, illness, he, he missed Basar B'chalav in Yeshiva. And he started again with Taruvis and he was Nifter uh, during, during Basar B'chalav, so to say. At the end of at the end of his life, but uh, I snuck in a Basar B'chalav test a few months before he was nifter, and I got my smicha. So he asked me this question. I knew what he held because he said it many times in Shir. So I, I told him. I said, "Do you want me to tell you what I would say or, or what what, uh, what the Rashiva holds?" He said, "No, just talk." So I, I told him the following. There's a gra here, and this is uh, the gra says. If you look in the gra, it's hard to understand what the gra really means, but the the gra. This is in gra. Yud, he says, let's skip the, the, the beginning, but Chai Gavna, well, let's do the beginning, Afeshel Isser Mutter. In this case, even by Isser, Obi Mutter, right? We learned this many times. He said, Ben Shreif Keli, and it wasn't used in 24 hours. So, Pidiyavid, if someone cooked in it, you're allowed to eat it. So, he says like this, Midaraisa, if I had a Shreif Keli, and 24 hours have passed, I'm allowed to cook within it lechatchila. I, the Gemara asked, well, you're showing him asked, so what happened to kashering in clay midyan? So the Gemara there says, the Torah only answered kadeira basiyoyma. But ena ben is mutter. So in biblical times, you know, ignoring the gzera derabbanan, which some say comes all the way from Moshe Rabbeinu, this gzera, in biblical times, as a biblical Jew, one will, all, all you have to do is make sure your kalim are 24 hours old and use it for whatever you want. Shreif kalim could be used. Anything could be used. As long as it's clean, no problem. There's a gzeir derabbanan. Eina ben yoyimoy, atu ben yoyimoy. So he says over here, Mashi'in kein kan, da'af ben yoyimoy mutter medina. The Ramah himself holds like the Gemara, really. That really, that dagim sha'alu bekdeir shabasar, you are allowed to add milk to it. That's what the Gemara said. Bidiyave, l'chatchila will be machmir like the riva. Like the rivan, and therefore we're not going to cook in it lechatchila. If we're sorry, if it was cooked lechatchila, we're not going to add cheese to it. So that's all din lechatchila, but really he holds it's mutter, not by not as mutter. So there's two ways to learn the gra. How do you end this sentence? Therefore what? Therefore, is he saying that's pshan in the Ramah, why ena ben is mutter to add cheese to it, or is he saying that ena ben you're allowed to cook lechatchila? In Adas to add cheese to. There are two ways to learn this gra. One way would be to fear ice. Therefore, that's why the Ramos may go by Eni Binyami. Because what's the concern? That you, that, that you would confuse Eni Binyami with Binyamoy? Who cares? It's really mutter, anyways. Maker Adin. So then, all he's explaining is what the Ramos said that if it was cooked in it, you're allowed to add butter to it. While many learn, I believe the base mayor and others, this was the uh, Rav Palm and Rabbi Reisman go with this as well. That since in Isr Vehetter, on a Eina Ben it's just a Din Lechatchila that I'm not allowed to use the Eina Ben Yomay, but the Evid, it's Mutter, B'Shasachak, some Paiskim or Meiko, that there's no Isr of Eina Ben So over here, where the whole thing's a Chumro Ba'alma, not by not, it's Mutter anyways. If someone, what are you worried about? Someone's going to add cheese to it? It's Mutter to eat it. And therefore, they were Mako Sarabelsky. When I told him this to him, he said, Oh, you must have heard this in Tarvadas somewhere. So I said, Yes, I'm in Tarvadas. And uh, he said, Okay, very good. 
Ravalsky did not go with this. He felt that the Gra is simply understanding the uh, giving up shot on the Ramah. And it comes to have a very big machloikas, uh, practically what to do. A lot of Talmidim of Rav Moshe quote that uh, Rav Moshe Feinstein was makel with this reading of the Gra. In fact, someone once asked his wife to borrow a par of keli. This is the story. I don't know if it's true, but there's definitely many shitas like this. In Lita, this was the minog. She asked to borrow a par of keli, and the response was, why do you have to borrow a par of keli? Just take any keli that wasn't used in 24 hours, and you could use it for par. Take a flesha keli that's clean, wasn't used in 24 hours, and you'd be able to use this for parv. So, halach lamaisa, since it's a machlekes on a gzeira, the rabbanon, so to say, on a chumrah, halach lamaisa, one could be meko, and one is allowed to uh, use an eni ben pat for parv, even with the das, to now eat milchiks with it. So if you have a frying pan at home, and you only have a fleshy frying pan for schnitzel, and now one day you want to use this to make eggs, and you're going to add butter or cheese to it as long as it's clean, and it wasn't used in 24 hours, it's mutter. That's, that's the way I would paskin, based on Rav Reisman Shlita, quoting Rav Pam, that was his uh, psak. Yeah. Okay, question. But now we hold that if you're cooking in a Eina Ben Yoimai, even though we aser, al Zera, but min hadin, if I cook macaroni and cheese, my flesh pot in benyamai, it's also, if I had that das it's also be the oven as well, right? Yeah, that's another that's another knaster rabbanon. It's machlekes Rashba and the Radvaz over there, but yeah, we're machmer on that as a knas. Here we're talking outside the pot. Well, that, that's because you didn't listen to Chazal. It's a gemara beferish. It's a Chazal. You didn't listen to right. Chazal, but Dafka, you did that when it's usher. This is the rabbanon to use a keli. Uh, you know, in order to eat from it, it's it's a drabanon, not to kasher that keli, and and you did that so that you messed up. But over here, the whole thing is not by not. It's mutter b'diavid. The question is, is it only alu or not alu? C- can I do a lechatchilo? So in that case, we could be. No, but again, if it's, if it's not a benyon, it's also only not by not. Not a benyon. Not by right? iser. You're talking about by iser or by heter. No, no, we're talking about the, the macaroni and cheese. Correct. So I cooked eight, macaroni and cheese. So what's your case? Pot, it's not benyon, but we would ask for that because he's doing lechatchilo in the pot kufa. One second, you're adding the cheese in the pot? In the pot, yeah. Our question oh, is so afterward. So there's no gzera that if I allow you to, to do it outside the pot, you might do it inside the pot, if that's what's bothering you. We don't see right, that gzera. The answer is inside the pot. The, the answer inside the pot yeah, is the gzera, shema, ben Correct. If a person would add cheese into the pot itself and cook, that's your regular... Uh, right, now, yes, the food is mutter. Right. The food's mutter over there. It's ain't a ben right, The food's mutter. Yeah, well, but we don't do it. But we are... Of course, we're, you're not going to do it, right? We, correct. We don't do. We don't. We have separate kalim for milk and flashings. Here, the, question, the question today is like this: Do I need to have separate par of kalim, or can I have timestamps on every pot? Have a sticker. This was used Monday afternoon, so Tuesday afternoon it becomes par, and I can use it for par of items. Do I? Do I? Do I? Can I use that or no? How luck is that? Really, if you want to use this item for milchiks, you would have to uh, make sure uh, you, you're not you're not allowed to cook lechatchila in a pot adas to use it for milchiks. Um, that's that's the mechlekes. Now there is a chachmas adam, and this is what Rabelski used to always say. The chachmas adam brings down this whole thing. He brings down the gra himself. He doesn't he doesn't uh, agree with the way many conclude. He holds it's only mutter if you have only one other pot, meaning it's the last pot in your house. It's you're cooking for shvuas. You're down to the final pot, and this pot happens to be fleshiks, and you want to make noodles for your lasagna for shvuas morning. So there, the chachmas adam is makel. So it happens to be most of the time that people ask the shaila. When they're doing a lechatrila, it means they're asking a shayla, Rabbi, I'm about to cook. Am I allowed to do this lechatrila to use it for mochiks? 
So a way out to deal with this uh, without getting into the machlekes is go with the chachmas adam and say, hey, do you have another path to use? And if they say yes, so use that. If you don't, then you have the chachmas adam who again he takes the ma- the chumro shita, but he still holds. You know, if the, someone does not have the other path, they're allowed to do it lechatchila. Okay, that is the Ashkenazi shita. So I want to take what we've learned and I'll let's. Well, well, one second, if I, yeah, if, sure. I may, uh, if the guy does macaroni and cheese in a flashix pot that's not a in a he has to kosher that pot afterwards, no? Correct. He has to kosher the pot. The food is kosher because the blia from the fleshic pot, the blia went into the milchiks. Now, it's an ene blia. So, halacha is you're allowed to eat it. Ene binyame. You know, but the evidence, if this was done, you're allowed to eat it. However, you have fresh blia of milchiks going into the pot. So, this pot, we spoke about this uh, in Simen Sadi Gimel. This pot has both fleshic blias and milchik blias. So, you're not allowed to use it for fleshics. You're not allowed to use it for milchiks. Can I use it for parv? The Ramah says yes. The Shach says our minigas, we don't even use it for parv. That was the that's Simon Sadi Gimel for you in a, in a uh, nutshell. Okay. So now let's take this question and this, this, uh, this sugya. So again, to review. For Svardim, again, we're not talking about a person's das. Food was cooked in a fleshic pot. For Svardim, you let it add milchiks to it, no problem. As long as everything was clean. For Ashkenazim, you can't unless it was Ene Ben Yama. Because Ene Ben Yama Kugel, you, uh, you could add milchiks to it. There was a question, can I do this lechatchila? So, in the Svardish world, there's a machlekes, you can do lechatchila, they're machmir. In the Ashkenazi world, you definitely can't do lechatchila in a ben yamai, even with the Evan, we said you can't add cheese to it. The question was, in a ene ben yamai, you have a machlekes, how to understand the gra and chachmas adam, and you have machlekes if you're allowed to do this uh, with kavana lechatchila. Okay. What was the tzad? What was the tzad of Avadi Yosef? I would say like this. The Gemara said, said, Dagim Sha'olu Bekara Basar. I have a quote. Bekara Shabasar. You have Dagim that went into a Kara Shabasar. So the Shulchanar right off the bat says, again, he's going with Rishonim, Kaara is Lavdafka. It's Lavdafka, Kaara, a plate, even a Kadera. So Alu is also Lavdafka. Lavdafka that it happened. You could even do a Lechatchila. Well, others would argue, no, when the Gemara says Alu, it means Alu, that it happened by mistake. That you can't just do it now. And if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara always says this. The Gemara in the beginning of Chulin uh, talks about Hakol Shaychtim Shchitasa Kishera. Hakol Shaychtim sounds like everyone could shecht. Lechatchila Shchitasa Kishera sounds like B'diavad. If they shechted, it's okay. So and the Gemara asks, as a stira, which one is it, right? So we we care about the wording of the Gemara. Sha'alu sounds like B'diavad. You can't do this lechatchila. Now why not? It probably gets into the discussion of Me'ain Mevatlin Isel Lechatchila. That there's a bitl going on here of this weak taste. You're not allowed to take, let's say you, you like a cream-flavored chalant. You can't take one ounce of cream and put it into 100 ounces of chalant. Now, I, it's bottle. There's an iser in mevatlin iser lechatchila. That's a chiddish because it's milchiks, but you're not allowed to do the lechatchila because you want this taste. So maybe over here also, there's a concept of in mevatlin iser lechatchila. There is some flavor of meat in this pot, and you're going to use it, and you're going to be adding milchiks to the corn. Maybe you shouldn't do the lechatchila. Perhaps. Maybe that's that's where it's coming from. But either way, for Svardim, for the most part, their psak is not to do a lechatchila. Uh, by a ben yomai, that's what we would agree to as well. But in a ben yomai, that's the machlik, is how to understand the gra. So just want to jump to the, you know, this this whole discussion is really in one's home, where a person has fleshik pots, milchik pots. What about, you know, for commercial products? Let's say you find a Chocolate syrup that has an OUD on it, and let's assume it's DE. You verify that it's DE, only dairy equipment, there's no actual dairy in here. Or, you know, 
it says D on it. It says this product is dairy equipment. For example, you have almond milk. Many people will, will try to use some type of almond milk for a, uh, in a sauce that they're going to use with meat. Or they have coffee. Let's say you buy a Starbucks uh, coffee in the fridge. They have cold coffee in the fridge, and it has a D on it, and it's D. There's no milk in it. It's just pasteurized on dairy equipment. Can I use this Starbucks coffee? It's already a, it's a ready-to-drink beverage. Can I use the coffee as a sauce for my ribs? I don't know. Whatever you want to use it for. Can I actually take the dairy product, dairy equipment product, and cook it with, uh, with Flaysex? So... After learning the sugi, you would say, well, it depends. If you're a Sephardi, no problem. Why? There's no kavana in Starbucks to make this drink on milchik kalim in order to eat it with fleshex. There's no kavana there. So it was already made. It was made on milchik equipment. I'm allowed to now take it and, and eat it with meat. So for Sephardi, no problem. And in fact, if you look at kashrut.org and they quote Rabbi Abadi, and it's nothing no chiddish there. He says, for Sephardi, anything that's dairy equipment, we consider parv. It's not dairy equipment, it's parv. Because if it was made on dairy equipment without any kavana to go and now eat it with meat, it's called parv. That's how the Sephardim hold. There's one wrinkle to this, and that is if a person's makbid on chalav, stam, kalim, they only eat chalav Yisrael. That's a Lubavitcher. So we, we once had a, uh, a restaurant in the Mall of America. It was called Earth Burger. Kishmoy Kenu. It was made from earth, this burger. And uh, it didn't really last too long. So it was a vegan restaurant. And some of the products there had an O-U-D on it, or an O-K-D-E. And we felt as a hashkacha, we have to tell people. We can't tell people it's parv. So it said CRC, kosher. Many products are made on dairy equipment. So it's very, very odd. Some people thought there was actual dairy in the restaurant. But you have to tell people. Why? Because many Chabadniks and other people will not eat product made on dairy equipment. So if we got these uh, fake beef patties or imitation uh, chicken fingers that were made on dairy equipment... We can't say it's parv because if you your makbin a chol of stam equipment, I can't tell you it's parv. Parv means it's hundred percent parv, and therefore the hashkachas will, will typically say the D, they'll keep the d going forever and ever because there are those that hold chol of stam as aser. If you hold it's aser, there's no heter of not parnat. Not parnat's only by hetera, not by yisura. Yeah. Now, for most most of us, uh, we would say okay, we're makbin a chol of stam, or we try to be mak when we can, but uh, we don't hold it's iser mamish. Moshe has a heter, Banefesh Yachmir. So, okay, we're not mocking on Kalim. There are many reasons to, to rely on that, and that's what some people do. So, what do you do in this case? On one hand, we have this argument that if you're Sephardi, it's parv, no problem. If you're Ashkenazi, I'm not allowed to do the Lechachila. I can't take milchiks, uh, sorry, I can't take a product made on milchik equipment, like an almond milk, and now use it for my fleshik sauce. I can't do that, Lechaira. However, Halacha Lamaisa, again, we're not going to put this on a label because we want to tell people that Chalostam, but Halacha Lamaisa, I'll give you two or three reasons why it's considered 100% parv. And we've learned many of these things together. So let's say you want to take almond milk and you're making a gravy and you want to add some body or some thickness. So you're going to take an almond milk or a coconut milk and you're going to use that for the sauce. So on one hand, you should say, well, according to the Ramah, if, it's, if it was made on Ben Yoimoy Milch Kalim, it's Asr. You're not allowed to do that like However, there's a general heter. We spoke about this a dozen times. Stam kalim enum b'nei yoyman. That we could assume that the stam keli, that the keli that was made on was not a b'nei yoyman keli. And even in places that make almond milk or, or oat milk or coconut milk, they don't necessarily use dairy on these kalim uh, every single day. Or there might be a kashering in between. And therefore, stam kalim enum b'nei yoyman. 
Let's go back. If it's Eina ben Yoimoy, the Ramah himself said, I'm allowed to use it for fleshics. Now, there's a question, can I do a lechatchila? Meaning, can Mr. Almond Milk make a lechatchila to eat with fleshics? But who cares? Mr. Almond Milk's not Jewish. And we never asked him, we don't care what he thought, what he had in mind. For me, I'm allowed to now take it uh, and, and use it. We once had a Shiloh, we once had a, uh, a fleshic restaurant that, that made coffee, and they were bringing it to a Malava Malka, and they asked, that one second, our coffee kali, they used to we wash them in a fleshic dishwasher, our coffee kalim are fleshics. So are people allowed to now take from the coffee and add milk to it? So this was happening in Matzah Shabbos. Without even getting into all the details, it's a very simple heter. According to the Ramah, since uh, it's Eina ben Yaimai, you made the coffee to make black coffee. Someone decided to add milk to it. That's not your problem. And therefore... Uh, it will be mutter, even if it was Fleisha Kela Mamish, to cook coffee in Fleisha Kela Mamish, because it's Eina Ben Yomai. Now, according to our understanding of the Gura, you can even do a Lechachila. You're allowed to do a Lechachila. Take a, this was my, I told you, we had a debate with Rabbi Goldstein. When a person filled up the urn on Yontif with a Fleisha pot, so we came out, Lemaisa will be mutter, we agreed at the end of the day it will be mutter, because you have this Gura, that since it was Eina Ben Yomai Fleisha pot, so it could be even allowed to do a Lechachila, to cook water in it, to make coffee, to have it with milk eggs. And worse comes to worse. We made it for tea, we made it for baby bottles, we didn't necessarily make it for coffee, and if someone wants to use it for coffee, uh-huh. that's their own decision. Okay, so that's head to number one. Be not a problem. What is uh, it? Commercial shouldn't be a problem, because of course between milk and coconut, they're going to reuse the, the you know, clean it out. Clean no? it out, they might kosher no it. Coffee. Let's assume it's not a great koshering, but at least it's a, it will be a suffix, and therefore we will say, Stam Kilim Inibiniyayimun. Two other heterim, which... Each one on their own is, is questionable if they apply, but one of them would be if you have a constant flow, meaning they're running uh, 60,000 gallons, a truckload of 60,000 gallons, 60,000 gallons of almond milk on a pasteurizer, you definitely have bitle against it. So it's bottle anyways. Even if it was tray, it would be bottle. So for sure, for not by not, our discussion, it's bottle. You could consider the almond milk bottle. And even if it's a batch run where it's run, you know, five 500 gallons at a time, so the blia is only in one place. Either they went into this guy's Hershey's chocolate syrup or that guy's Hershey's chocolate syrup. The blia is in one place. And once it's removed, it's called cold to parish. You could use that, invoke that, that there's only a blia in some of these chocolate syrups. Not every chocolate syrup is going to have a blia of milk eggs. And therefore, you could consider Hershey's chocolate syrup to be parv. So that would be a, uh, an eight set as well. And therefore, this, this comes up. You have pretzels. People use uh, Schneider's, uh, Schneider's uh, pretzels. So most of Snyder pretzels are not dairy. They have a few dairy products that are actual dairy. Most of them are just dairy equipment. They're made on the same equipment as dairy. So people use this to make pretzel-coated schnitzel. So again, assuming you're not Machben or Chalostam, so if you make, can I use the Snyder's pretzels to make pretzel-coated schnitzel? So Lohari, you have the same actor. It's Stam Kalim Inibin And therefore, according to the Ramah, you would be allowed to do it, You'd be even according to the Ramah, you'd be allowed to add the Snyder pretzel, dairy equipment pretzels, or uh, you know, to to your chicken, to be able to uh, to be able to eat it. Snyder pretzels say dairy on it. It says O U D. The O U for many years only wrote D. They didn't want to deal with dairy equipment for many reasons. Now they're going back to it, and you'll see a lot of a lot of companies are switching to D E dairy equipment. But let's say you verified. You called the O U. They told you there's no milk ingredient. It's just simply made on milk equipment, and it's not kosher in between. So you're allowed to take the Schneider pretzel crumbs. If you've verified that it's only dairy equipment, you're allowed to put it onto chicken, onto schnitzel. You could have a pretzel-coated schnitzel. The same thing applies to cereal. Many cereals are OUD, Cap'n Crunch. And uh, I've been to, I was by a CM during the nine days. 
And um, the lady actually called me beforehand. She actually asked the Shaila, can I use Captain Crunch uh, cereal to coat it with schnitzel? I said, you could, because it's a Stam Kalim Ene Ayman, but don't be surprised if people are talking about it by the CM. And in fact, yeah, people are saying, well, I don't understand. It says OUD on it. This is Mamish Basmachalov. They have dairy cereal with chicken. So, first of all, it's not Basmachalov the Raisa, but second of all, more importantly, the cereal is only D, it's only dairy equipment. So, you have a Shiloh of Naparnat. Can I? Add it to chicken lechatchila. So according to the Ramah, as long as it's ena benyamon or stam kilam ena benyamon, you'd be allowed to add it to the schnitzel lechatchila. That that's mamish what we learned. And uh, halachically, there's no problem. People may ask questions, so that's your own problem. But from a halacha standpoint, it would be it would be mutter. How do we know if the cereal is not only D? How do you know the cereal is DE? So you have to look at a list. So the Star K has a list. Uh, the OU sends out information. You know, if you ask them. Well, no, I would say like this: If you see OUD in a product, you should assume it's milkix, unless you've done research in this pro- into this product. Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, we went through a lot of these things. Yeah. What did you say about it being if you if you hold from follow this world, then OUD you allowed to eat or not allowed to eat? So it depends who you ask. Some people are makbid that they don't eat milk kalim. That means, let's say they came to someone's house. They went to someone's house in the middle of Kansas, and the person, or whatever, they, wherever they go, they, they buy someone's house, and that person is not makbid on chol of Yisrael. They have chol of stam milk, chol of stam butter. Can they make an egg on those kalim? That's the question. So, of course, there's a heter of stam kalim in a minyayman, perhaps, but let's say they know they're there for a few days. They know they're cooking dairy on it. So there are people that are machmir. That they would not eat. This is based on the Shochnar says, Chol of Akam is Asr's Kalim. So if you hold this Chol of Akam, you're Chassid Shiyid, you're Lubavitch, you hold this Chol of Akam, Mamish, there's no head to Bismanazet, it's Mamish Asr, it's Machalas Asuras, so Kalim are also Asr. That's basic. So for them, they would not eat in this frying pan. Now, even in, for them, they, they probably could still have this commercial product that's OUD because of these Ethereum, of Stam Kalim and Inibani Yaman, and you have Bittal, and many people. Differentiate between commercial products and non-commercial products. And everybody first, Shmuel first, Lita from Chicago, he'll tell people, even if you're Macman on Kalim, when it comes to commercial products, he holds their 100% power, even if it's Chalabakum, because Stam Kalim and Ebanyayman and Bittal. And if you ask him, can I add Hershey's chocolate syrup to my Fleshig dish? I don't know what you're making. Or you, you want to put uh, almond milk or pretzel crumbs, Something like that. You want to use that. It's dairy equipment. Can I use it? With my inflation, he says 100% fine. If it's a commercial product, you have Stam Kalim, you have Bittal. And uh, halakhali, we would tell people as well that halakhali it's fine, but on the label, we're still going to say dairy equipment because some people are machmir and they hold that they, they won't have Chalostam equipment.